of the living geek. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 98 of Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. We are going to talk about No Mercy, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, and uh, we have a bunch of news and some questions from the Facebook and the Twitters. But before we get to all that, I would like to introduce the Johnny Swinger to my Simon Diamond, Marianne. That's a reference you probably don't get. Like 90% of the references <laughs> you do usually. <laughs> That's fine. They were um, a tag team they have great names. in ECW. And Simon Diamond would talk in the third person. So That's Simon brilliant. has a problem. And it was great. It was good stuff. They were a great tag team. Um, I think they went to TNA at one point too. But they were they are very good. They were a tag team more at the end of original ECW. But yeah, there you go. So towards how, the end, yes, towards the end of original ECW. Uh, how's it going? Um, it's going pretty well. I work eleven days in a row. Oh my goodness! My last day off was Monday, and so I work every day until then, and it's kind of exhausting. My brother went away to work on an internship, so it's just me and my littlest brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, we found a tarantula in our backyard today. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's awesome. Ooh. The dog went crazy, and I was like, don't kill it. And Ian, I guess my brother Ian is terrified of spiders. Yeah. I'm not scared of spiders. I don't mind them. I don't like grasshoppers. That's like the one thing I can't handle. Because they jump and stuff? Yeah, don't do that. I do not. Any <laughs> jumping, like, yeah, just jumping bugs. No, thank you. <laughs> but um, I was saying to my brother, I was like, yeah, I got bit by a spider once, like, when I was at my dad's house. I was like, it scared me. I was like, I freaked out. And Ian was like, well, dude, imagine if you got like, it was like Spider-Man. And, but instead of like cool powers, you got like, sh- like really shitty ones, like a really low self-esteem or an annoying laugh. And then he went, oh, wait, never mind. Man, what Afterwards. A and I went, my mom started laughing so hard. And I was like, I'm going upstairs by like, bye guys. <laughs> like it was so. What a burn. Ian is. My God. When he decides to speak, he's fucking hilarious. Agreed. Yeah. I believe he was in studio with us. Yeah? <laughs> yes, he was. He says to say hi, by the way. Well, he needs to get on Overwatch yeah, so uh, we can play. He's been back at school, so uh, he's been staying up till like the wee hours of the morning doing essays in like a very non-Ian character way. Damn. Yeah, usually he like procrastinates the shit out of everything, but he's been like on the ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. How have you been? I've been well. Nothing too interesting going on right now that i can that i can think of off the top of my head next week i'm going to surprise surprise disneyland i was just gonna say um we <laughs> will have episode 99 next week though so yeah. we'll be we'll be fine i leave okay. friday morning noin and noin sick sure that's correct you should know that 99 red balloons oh yeah noin and noin sick lift balance oh man that song's great and also <laughs> have you ever seen the scene in scrubs when they dance to that song 
and there are I feel like I have balloons all over the place. Scrubs, great show, guys. That's Did you see the one where JD cuts a wrestling promo? Yes, that's the best. I've seen all of that show at least five times. That that show is I fucking it. brilliant. It is great. So <laughs> we start off today's show by talking about No Mercy. Okay. Now, No Mercy aired on Sunday, and it was announced. I want to say uh, an hour or so before No Mercy started that. We were going to open the show with John Cena versus Dean That's Ambrose. That's the weirdest fucking thing ever. Versus AJ Styles. It, and you, I was going to ask you how you felt about the, this match leading off the pay-per-view. I, got, I was at work, first of all, so I couldn't watch it live. Mm-hmm. But when I, was, when I went on my break, I was like looking at the live feed and stuff like that. Yeah. And I came back out and I said to my manager and I went, what the fuck, Linnea? They started off with a title match. And she was like... She's like, that doesn't make any sense. And she's the one whose husband watches wrestling. Yeah. Her, her terrible husband. And so she she was like, that doesn't make sense to me either. And I was like, I know, right? That's just so weird. Well, I mean, and you had just mentioned that you didn't watch it live, which I guess if this was, a, you know, it's on the network. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't really matter yeah. for people not watching it live. But if, like, you're running late to the venue... Yeah. And you missed the match you think was the main event. That's kind of shitty. That's real fucking shitty. I mean... I know people that were there. Because, I mean, it was in yeah, Sacramento. Yeah, it was in Sacramento. So. Um, the, the thing about it is, I feel like if I was... The, the reason they put this match on is because they wanted to put it on before the presidential debate on Sunday. That's why they put yeah. it on first. Because, you know, that huge crossover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would have honestly opened the show with the Dolph Ziggler Miz match because that match or I would have closed the show with that match honestly yeah but I know why they did it because they wanted to make sure people saw the title defense um I thought the match was pretty good Mm -hmm. I really loved that they both tried to make him tap out and then he did and the referee's like yeah you can't do that so break the hold that's you can't both win. Yeah, I, I know. Like, this is great. You I can't like this. eliminate one person. And yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> Not an elimination match, guys. Uh, AJ ends up retaining. Uh, the next match we had was Nikki Bell versus Carmella. I thought the match was all right. I think um, Carmella is making leaps and bounds as a heel. Yeah. It's so, I think that's the best thing they could have done for her. Yeah, she's she's easing into it to make yes. it seem more natural, at least. Because sometimes, you know, it's like really false and you have to kind of get used to it. It's not as easy to jump into bitch characters like it is for me. So... Uh, Nikki Bella gets the win with the Rack Attack 2.0. Kind of a long name, but that's Oh, that's fine. way too long of a name. That's fine. Next match we had were the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Heath Slater and Rhino, defending against the new nasty Usho, Usos. And I was literally shocked i know that the usos didn't win i was so shocked i think i wrote down in my notes i went the i was like well becky was injured and couldn't compete and i put and for some bizarre creative reason he slater and rhino kept the titles i think the weirdest fucking thing i honestly think it's because they're so popular so yeah and they want to see where that can go yeah so they'll they'll have it go for a little while longer and i think they want i agree he's one of the best parts of SmackDown, if not WWE in general. Where's Damien Sandow? Damien Sandow. I mean, Mizdow. I'm sorry, Sandow. I meant Mizdow. I was going to say... Damien Sandow is actually in TNA now, so that's what well, we're Well, you know what I'm... You know what I meant. Yeah, I know. It's right. Mizdow. Or Mizdow. He's here. 
our Ms. Dow Shrine. We'll we'll do some construction here very soon. I will get as a Heath Slater one, I swear. That's fine. <laughs> I'll put it up. It's gonna be like bedazzled like Ed Hardy like tights. Oh god. Heath Slater too. That's fine. It's gotta be that one. Yeah. Um this match further proves that Heath Slater's finishing move is Rhino. <laughs> and yeah, it was a fun match. We had Banter Corbin versus Jack I don't care. Swagger. That's fine that you don't care. I thought this match was all right. It could have been better. Banter Corbin gets his win back. Hits the um, the end of days on Jack Swagger, which was pretty cool. So you got his win back, so there you go. The next match, best match of the night by far. Dolph Ziggler putting his career on the line against the Intercontinental Champion, The Miz, with Maurice. This match had literally everything. It had interference, it had false finishes, it had cheating, it had the spirit well, the squad, Miz, yeah. it had hairspray, it had a tribute to Eddie Guerrero with the boot being taken off. A little surprised Dolph won, so I guess Dolph's sticking around for a while. Apparently, it, we'll get to SmackDown yeah. when we get to SmackDown. So, Dude, would you guys judge me at all if you knew I was wearing a Dolph Ziggler shirt right now? I did warn John not, on Twitter that I would wear one. Not only a Dolph Ziggler shirt, but a long sleeve Dolph Ziggler shirt. It's also a little kid shirt. My brother was like, is that an old shirt? And I went, it's a little kid's wrestling shirt. And he was like, but I thought it's old. And I was like, no, it isn't really. I mean, it's an old Dolph Ziggler one, but it's oh. a little kid shirt. And so it looks like it's a 90s shirt. Yes. So It does look a little worn too, but... I've worn it like twice. Yeah. It's just because it's awkward material. Anyways. Anyhow. (laughs) Dolph Ziggler gets the win. The Miz is the saddest person on earth. We'll get to that. We will get to that. Oh, man. As Marianne said earlier, Becky Lynch couldn't wrestle. But the thing is, nobody's really said what... They said it's a non-wrestling related injury. Is what they said. So, but I haven't heard anything about what exactly is wrong with her. But if it's not a work, we forget that they're people too. Yeah, if it's not a work, uh, get well soon, Becky. Why would it be a work? I have no idea. She's not Ava Marie. I don't know. Who's filming a movie and is probably like never. Congrats! That's what you wanted. Yeah, Alexa Bliss comes out and she says stuff and things. She says some stuff and some things, and then Naomi comes out and we have an impromptu match between. Alexa Bliss and Naomi and Naomi gets the win which I thought was very strange because we're trying to build up Alexa Bliss as the number one contender and then she loses to a person she wasn't supposed to wrestle so I'm just gonna assume I feel like she's kind of she Naomi already has her place yeah there and so many people are asking for a push for her yeah because fucking hell she deserves one agreed Alexa like just got called up you know and i feel like they need to establish her more like in it Mm -hmm. that also and if she loses enough people are going to really like want her to win if that makes sense because most like her fans are men and uh really (laughs) sarcasm no i'm just saying it'll it'll be like a more widespread i feel like but we're trying to push her as a heel she should heelishly beat naomi yeah, that right? would make everyone mad because people are already mad that Naomi keeps getting ripped off. So, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is inevitably... Oh, well, actually, Alexa Bliss, they announced on SmackDown, gets her actual match at a SmackDown in when they're across the pond. In in Dublin. Yes. So, I'm um, sorry, Alexa Bliss, yeah, but you're not, not winning. winning. So... <laughs> 
And then the main event of the evening was Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Match was all right. Don't care. It did end with a wild Luke Harper returning, which was great. Bray Wyatt actually wins a pay-per-view match. What a time to be alive. Because Luke Harper. Because Luke Harper. So we will get back to SmackDown brand after we talk about Monday Night Raw. Welcome back, Luke Harper. I still wish you went to Raw. I wanted him to go to SmackDown. So You wanted him to go to SmackDown, but you didn't want I him didn't to be want associated. Him to be. Yeah, same same here. I wanted him to go to SmackDown, but I don't want him to be like have Bray as the ball and chain attached yeah. to his career. Yeah. Oh well. Because we both know who the stronger wrestler is. So Monday Night Raw opens the show, surprisingly enough, not with Roman Reigns right away. <laughs> Sasha Banks comes out and the um crowd starts my new least favorite chant. The you deserve it chant. Hey, guess what? No shit. Yeah. Why don't you chant that to every person that's in WWE? You deserve it. The only time it. that it was like. When she when you win a title for, for the, the first, first time, time you then can you get chant. it. Or if you're Zack Ryder. <laughs> or if you're one. Zack Ryder. Yes. <laughs> you deserve it is so dumb. Opening segment. It was a great big interrupting everyone oh fest. Oh my god, it was so weird. So Sasha comes out and she says, Charlotte, I'm challenging you to a match. Well, we're having a match at Hell in the Cell, but let's up the ante and have it in a Hell in a Cell. And I went, oh fuck. Yeah. And then Charlotte came out. And before Charlotte could say that anything. That was the best thing ever. Rusev and Lana come out. That was fucking hilarious to me. And loved it rusev comes out and starts shooting on the ladies rusev with new weird facial hair i love it i think it's creepy (laughs) well i think like 90 percent of everything rusev does is creepy but raw was in oakland mind you so the crowd pressure to not be shitty was pretty intense yes but i feel like thanks holland for not making us shitty i feel like they did a pretty good job i feel like there might have been a CM Punk champ, but I think at this point in my life, like you I have, don't even hear them anymore. No, I hear them, but it's like I, it's like phantom. Like I have PTSD, PTSD, no. but with CM Punk chants because That's, I think I hear. No, them it's like, like indifference. But if you had gone to either Raw or SmackDown and you were sitting camera side, would you have brought a sign? No, because I'm 33 years old. John Pingle. <laughs> No, I Holland would. is older than you, I, I think, and have. he brings signs. Well, Holland, I mean, to each his own. I would have brought a Corey Graves sign. I would have brought for sure. No, I have never brought a sign to a wrestling. I think. Well, ever. you've also gone to wrestling shows with me not wearing a wrestling shirt. True, but I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't bring a sign to an indie wrestling show. That would be. Ridiculous. Oh, that would be ridiculous. Um, but mine would probably say Corey Graves can commentate my life. There you go. Or all hail Corey Graves, all king of commentary. Very true. Just a Corey Graves sign in general. Because you know that if anything, it's, he would see it. All right. So, all right. We're talking about signs now. The thing with signs is I don't I don't bring signs because it's just another thing I have to carry. I don't want to carry it. And then I feel like true. I'd be the asshole to be like, well, the show's over. And I just like huck it at like a bird or something. <laughs> I don't know. Dynamics would let it go that far. Yes. Okay, you turn into a giant paper plane. That'd be cool. That'd be fucking sick. So Rusev and Lana <laughs> come out and they are just shooting on the ladies saying, nobody cares. You guys are dumb. And then Charlotte and Sasha team up for a brief second. Roman Reigns comes out and everyone's like, all right, I guess Roman's here now. Who cares? Yeah. We had 
Kofi Kingston versus Cesaro and Sheamus on the Facebook Live. Did you watch it? I didn't watch. I it. did. Was it great? It was fucking hilarious. No, my favorite thing though is when they first come like came out and did their New Day stuff. Big E was putting over Cesaro. Yeah, hardcore Man, Man Crush Monday Dude, for sure, for sure. And he was putting him over, and every time you listed how great Cesaro was, <laughs> Woods was like. And awesome, like in between everything you said. And I'm like, well, no shit. Cesaro is amazing. But the hot garbage sign was great. It was amazing. I almost made that the TTR header, but I like the one we have right now. I love how Seamus came out with him. Yes. And all disgruntled and stupid looking. But he spent most of the match doing the Facebook Live thing. Yeah. And it was hilarious because more than half the comments on the thing as you were watching it were take your thumb off the fucking mic. <laughs> That's great. And weirdly enough, he was actually enjoying watching it. Like he was cheering for Cesaro and he had like popcorn in his beard at some point. And it was funny. And it was just, yeah. I mean, it cut right when he grabbed Francesca too. And then oh, Cesaro well, like subsequently he dropped, lost. Yeah, because he dropped the phone. Yeah, but it cut off right there. But it was weird because he was like being positive towards Cesaro. And I'm like, make up your fucking mind, fella. That's weird. Like, but yeah, it was actually really funny to watch. But yeah, he cost the match for yeah, Cesaro, and Kofi then they, Kingston wins. And then yeah, but Biggie like carried Kofi over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes backwards, and I laughed so hard. It was so funny. <laughs> we had Bailey taking on local wrestling talent, Cami Fields, otherwise AKA known as Holiday. Holiday. Who everyone was like, that looks like, and I'm like, that's because it is. Yeah. <laughs> Bailey wins soundly. Yeah, and Dana Brooke attacks. At the end of the match, which is odd because usually when a hometown person comes back, they lose their match. But this time, Bailey won and then got the shit kicked out of her. Well, that's, I guess that's almost a... Yeah. Yeah. Sin Cara is in the cruiserweight division now. RIP that's, cruiserweight division. It was good while it lasted. He tagged up with Lince Dorado and they took on... Bulak. Bulak and Tony Nice, and- who in my notes, I just put as... Ton niece because I didn't put a Y. And yet. because, yeah, I freaked out when I saw Bulak. I went, Bulak is like 50 something miles away from me right now, you guys. <laughs> and I shook his hand, or he shook my hand once, and it's, I loved Did he shake your hand like this? No, he like. He didn't do the catch point handshake? This was like years ago, <laughs> and I freaked the fuck out. Actually, you know what? We were at the conception of catch point. Were we really? Yes, because he did that little speech at the beginning before his... No, it was after his match with... I think it was Biff or was it Thatcher? It it was just... It was Thatcher. Mm -hmm. It was just Battle of the Scary Men. And he did a speech afterwards and he mentioned Catchpoint. So there you go. I was probably too busy squealing and screaming to have heard it. You heard it here first, folks. I love Drew Gulak. So uh, Sin Cara (laughs) and Lindsay Dorado pick up the victory. it was Whatever, a match. Sankara. It's fine. I like the cruiserweights, and I did get the first-hand info on how they change out the mats. Really? But, well, yeah. Somebody in our Facebook group. Who was at the, who was there? Who was there. Holland, I right? Don't, I don't know if it was Holland. It could have been somebody else. But they said that they remove the um, canvas after each match. So that's like they remove it. And then, like, you see the cruiserweight stuff, and they go, okay, and then they have to take down the ropes and put them back up. It's a whole thing. Oh, okay. I don't know. just seems like a waste of time to me. And it 
you could tell it was a waste of time because the next thing we had was, well, that was an in-ring segment. So they had to change everything for the in-ring segment. Oh, fucking fantastic. Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon come out because they have some Hell in the Cell announcements that they would like to make. And Foley mm-hmm. says that Charlotte, Sasha for the women's title is official in a Hell in a Cell. And then he said, we also have Reigns and Rusev in the cell. And Owens and Rollins for the Universal Championship will also be in the cell. So we have three cell matches, which brings out the BFFs, Jericho. Jericho. The list of Jericho is so fucking over, it's not even funny. It is like people love it. They go absolutely ape shit crazy for it. They and need that's going to gonna kill it. it slowly. They need to market it. Like I would probably buy a list of Jericho clipboard like no joke. <laughs> they should have they should have a shirt that says you just made the list and then on the back you can like write in names on it. That would be funny <laughs> as fuck or have like a whiteboard. Yes, I would you buy could add that. Yeah, a that'd list be so funny. Whiteboard and I would put That'd be it hilarious. Here. They need to get on it. Yeah. They need to get on it. it. <laughs> that yes. was There's a, a well a well placed joke. Thank you. Um Mick Foley's outfit oh, though. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about his custom made suit. What the fuck? He looked like Luke Harper's mom. <laughs> he really I'm kind of sad that he became GM around the time of Christmas because you know he likes to do the Santa thing. Mm-hmm. So Did you watch that documentary by the way? I did not. It was very good. So he has his hair all growing out, his beard all growing out, and he just looks insane. He just looks like that all the time, though. Yeah, very true. I His appearance, I'm just like, oh, crazy McFoley, and it like <laughs> doesn't even weird me out anymore. <laughs> so Jericho and Owens come out, and they say, this isn't fair, this is stupid. And do some other... You're, I'm going to put you on the list. Twice. And twice. And I feel like he later went to Stephanie and said, I didn't even put your name on the list the first time because I didn't know how to spell it. He was like, yeah, he spelled it wrong. Yeah. So they tell Jericho if he can beat Rollins in the main event tonight, then he will also be in the cell match for the Universal Championship. Yeah. That's what happens there. Curtis Axel in his cargo shorts. Oh. With Bo Dallas taking on Enzo and Cass. If you didn't know that Bo and Bray were siblings, well, congratulations. Now you do. Bo actually lost a lot of weight. He sounds exactly like Bray. He does. (laughs) But there there was one point when when he first went to the singlet where he put on like, it looked like 20 to 30 pounds. And now he's like, I think he's almost in his NXT shape. He might even be in better shape. So I don't know what I think they said. We're going to push you. And he's like, I'm going to stop eating all this pizza. And then I said, Bo, never stop eating pizza. It's delicious. <laughs> Thank you for finishing that for me. Yeah. Never. Don't do that to yourself. No one deserves that kind of torture. So this match kind of starts, but um, a wild Gallows and Anderson appear and they take out Enzo and Cass and Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas say they would still like to fight. So here come. The um, let's just call them the Forgettables. Neville, this is so sad, and Sami Zayn. <laughs> That's so sad. The Forgettables. I don't know why you said that, and I immediately <sighs> thought of Uncrustables, and now I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Ooh, today is treat yourself, so you should. Oh, this is true. You should treat yourself. It's true. So we that we had that match, and uh, Sami Zayn and Neville win, and in a shocking turn of events, shocking turn yes. of events. Bo leaves Axel in the ring after they lost. Bo 
leaves. <laughs> there you go. Braun Strowman. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? Come on. It was because get I it. did not expect it at all for some stupid reason. Man, get it together. Um, we have to talk about Braun Strowman now. <laughs> Braun Strowman faces off against the uh, Splash Brothers who looked oddly familiar to me. Marcus Lewis. Good old Marcus Lewis. All up in there looking like Koga from Inuyasha. I feel like I should know the other gentlemen, and I'm They're sorry. both from uh, Hood Slam. Yes. So, uh, man, Braun's all pissed off because Foley didn't give him... He just gave him another opponent. Well, he it's his better. fault for being empty on his threat to eat next week. It's true. He didn't eat next week. He almost ate Saxton, though. Byron. Yeah. Which, I mean... Why? It wasn't so eating happy. Ryback's like gimmick. True, it was. Uh, <laughs> which actually, um, when we get to the Paul Heyman segment, I do have a funny thing that I saw Ryback mm-hmm. say. So Braun says, if you know, you better or I'm gonna. That's basically what he says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have Roman Reigns and Sasha Banks taking on Rusev and Charlotte. Charlotte tapping out and Roman Reigns jumping over the bank fucking statement hell. to hit Rusev with I the spear. I really enjoyed it. The end was fucking great. It was brutal as shit. And yeah. apparently it looked just as brutal in person. Good. Confirmed like, it looked brutality. so good. Like, I really enjoyed that. And I was excited because it was mixed, you know? Somebody took fan cam footage. It was behind JoJo. And when Roman Reigns hit the spear, she leapt out of her chair. So she like had a like reaction was like oh shit like she popped for it oh my god yeah so that it was so cool. cool looking yeah it was really cool that was a fun little match the only way to get Roman over is to pair him with Sasha there you go Paul Heyman is back and he addresses Goldberg's comments on ESPN about Brock and Heyman says that Brock challenges Goldberg to a match anytime anywhere. And he says, in Suplex City, you're not Goldberg. You're next. And I went, oh, damn. That's what Goldberg used to say. (laughs) My favorite part about this was Ryback tweets, booking my ticket to Raw next week to accept Brock's challenge. Because everyone would be like, he's just Goldberg. Um, If you don't follow Ryback Ryback on Snapchat, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. Because he is the fucking best. talking to someone and i was saying how fucking funny ryback is and how he's driving around and listens to his own theme music and he went no don't fucking make me want to like him don't you dare and i was like i can't he's so funny and he was like don't make me like him i don't want to like him ryback (laughs) the big guy that's actually pretty good ryback Remind me to send a link of the Ryback being hilarious to that person. You should. Okay. TJP taking on... Man, my notes are just... I don't know what is going on. Taking on Arya Davari. It was a match. TJP won. The crowd was not shitheads. So there you go. Thanks, Holland. Main event was Chris Jericho versus Seth Rollins. Pretty solid match from these guys. I mean, I don't know what else. Did you see the back the backstage when we were talking about how he said that she wasn't on the list because he he spelled her name wrong? Yes. You know how he was walking around snarling. Yes. I was like, I think I finally figured out why Chuck Taylor's my favorite wrestler hmm. because he's like an indie Jericho. Indie, uh, Indico. Indico, you're the worst. Indico. Because they both went through bad haircut phases. And Jericho was my first favorite wrestler ever. Confirmed, everyone. And it makes so much sense now. 
just this he snarled and I went oh my god it's like I'm looking at like a 40 something year old like Canadian whatever <laughs> I don't want to say successful Chuck Taylor <laughs> damn no I don't mean it like that I fired I shoot him. he's the weak. love he's the love of my life um but that it makes so much sense now. I saw it and I went, oh my God, bing, bing. And all the lights went off. And I'm like, okay, just and if a wrestler's gimmick is just like Jericho, then they're like my favorite. So. All right. Anyways, first, folks. So that, that main event match. Yeah. Main event match was fun. Uh, Jericho is not successful. So there you go. That was raw. And what was it that Steph said backstage? She was like, well, if you're in it, then just do the right thing. And it was like left hanging. And yeah. Kevin Owens was like, what does that mean? And yeah. he was like, he was like, I can't remember what he said, but it was weird. Like, I'll be like a friend or something weird like that. And I was like, where is this going? Yeah. It was like weird feels were like happening and weird. So we move on to the A show Smackdown Live in San Jose, in San Jose and fan of the show. Vince wore his TTR shirt. I read that and I went this to is a Smackdown dream. Live. Fucking yes. Vince, thank you. That is yes. uh, fucking amazing. Thank you so much. Yes, that is uh, very cool. And we hope you had a good time because I had a good time watching this show. Yeah. We uh, opened the show with the new Intercontinental Champion, Dolph Ziggler. That belt can make anyone look good. Agreed. Like, it's that slick. Like, even if you're wearing a hype bro shirt, which was what he was wearing. Oh, my God, he was. <laughs> good for him. Fucking good for him. Um, We get a you deserve it chant. Okay, all right. I would have chanted it at him if he had lost, which is <laughs> my greatest tweet ever. You deserve it. Why didn't I retweet that? Damn it. But Miz and Maurice coming out, and I went, why are they dressed? I was like, dude, it's like they're dressed for a funeral. And then I went, oh, great. wait. And then it He's was a funeral for me because I died laughing. Mourning the Intercontinental Championship. Miz, my God, you are hot fire. Dude, he talks about boosting the prestige of the title and in his trend of spit and shoot facts, it's totally true. Yes. He did. But Oh, so great. And I love Ziggler going back and saying, oh, thank God you're here and then showing crying Miz face and I went, Misneyland, the saddest place on earth. So sad. So very You were sad. crying. Best chance of all time. You were crying is a good chant. You deserve <laughs> it is not. Uh, and then he you was saying. You should just chant, you won a match. <laughs> just chant that. It still works. It does. Sadness in Disneyland. But he was saying how you people wouldn't know what passion and pain and sacrifice are. And I went, um, excuse me, we do because it's hockey season and we see the Sharks make it to the playoffs all the time and then fucking choke Hashtag. every time. Hashtag, please like my sport. Me? No. No. My sport's soccer, man. Nobody likes soccer. Hashtag, Hi, Dominic. Um, please like my sport. <laughs> yapping about us, not knowing. So, Jesus we Christ. start with Dolph Ziggler taking on the Spirit Squad, who look like they might be sticking around for a little bit. It's I so would fucking be weird. fine with that, because you can plug them into the tag team division. I'm down. Why not? Why the fuck not? And I have a note for WWE. Always do the split screen with the commercials. It's great, right? It is fantastic. I love it. They I'm only did it for SmackDown, though, don't they? They do, and they only, I think, did it for that instance. Thanks, Dad Shane. Dad Shane. They didn't, yeah, they didn't do it for that match. They did it more than once that and night. And soon to be Dad Yul Brian. That's so, that's so Nailed bad. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. How funny was Dan tweeting about not watching SmackDown? Did you see that? 
No. So Dan was like, I'm not watching SmackDown, but I'm hoping that if I tweet a bunch of generic tweets, I'll still make it on TV or something like that. And I went, okay. That's my dream. I want to do that. He was like, hopefully no one will notice if I just, and all of his generic, it was so fucking funny, the stuff he was saying. Did he get on the ticker? I don't know, because I wasn't paying attention, but these tweets were like on it, like so generic. And I went, if you're going to tweet generic shit, I just want you to know the world only needs one David Otunga. And he's on commentary. <laughs> Knock it off. We oh don't need that generic God. shit. It was like, oh, that David was like... Otunga, we will get to him a little later. I can't even remember what he was saying. It was like, oh, that Dean Ambrose is so wacky and like weird things like that. Oh, boy. <laughs> what will he do this week? It was so funny. Uh, Morrow. Oh, my God. He killed Kenny. Oh, Morrow. <laughs> you are... You're... I don't know how many more Morrow bad dad jokes I can take, though, to be honest. I think he also said he... I made a Seinfeld blowing, reference. He's blowing up... He, he said he's blowing up like a Galaxy Note 7. As, yeah, that and he... <laughs> he Yeah, he made a, a Ken Bone it. reference. Yes. He also did a Seinfeld reference, yes, and I was like, did. okay, you're leveling it out, but we'll get to the Seinfeld reference in a second. So um, <laughs> after the bell, Miz attacks Dolph and Heath and Rhino with the save. So I feel like next week we're going to get a six-man tag, and I'm uh, down with that. Yeah. Now, here we go. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. Yo, Dad Shane sighting. They throw down the fucking gauntlet they do to that. Raw. And they, they fucking say, do that. You know what? Let's have a five-on-five, five, your best versus our best, SmackDown versus Raw classic survivor series match with all the men and then they go yeah that's cool but let's also do it with all the tag teams and all the women too and my note is it's fucking lit it's goddamn lit let's fucking do this shit i am fucking i was fired up dude fired up bless you dad shane i'm ready all hail dad shane yes fuck yes <laughs> We have a, another random backstage interview with Nikki Bella, who ends up getting attacked by Carmella again. Yeah, shocker. Get your head on a swivel, Nikki Bella. Jesus Christ. We had uh, Carmella versus Naomi, and mm, Nikki came out. Seinfeld reference was in that match. Oh, yes. And fucking David Otunga was like, Elaine was a bad dancer. Naomi is a good dancer. And I went, I want to punch this man in the face. <laughs> oh, man. Naomi wins with the roll up. Fucking ruin a Seinfeld reference for me. Fuck you. God. <laughs> Sorry. We had um, Jimmy Uso taking on Chad Gable. And my note on this is I don't want to see American Alpha break up anytime soon. Uh, Chad Gable but, and his AR Fox singlet. Yes, but but <laughs> you just watch this match and you know that Chad Gable is going to be a fucking star someday. He's it great. is inevitable. There's great armor. Also, work. Quackenbush loves him. Yeah, there you go. Quackenbush. I've heard of him. Alexa is uh, wrestling Naomi next week. Oh, yes. We got a backstage segment. Her eyes were super with... buggy on Tuesday. Was it just uh, me? It was just you. Dude, they weren't even like in a cute anime way. They were like one of those goopy stress balls where like you squeeze it and the eyes bulge. One like, of those. She had buggy eyes. Adorable I was, little stress balls. I was worried. I don't know why. Her eyes are just big. She'll be fine. She'll it, was, be it, was fine. A, it was a Snapchat filter. Whoa. Did you see the Furby one that's there today? I did. Oh my. Why? I don't, I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> um, The 
Chad Gable Jimmy Uso match ended in the coolest cheating assist I've seen in a while, where Jay just pushed his brother with his feet <laughs> so he could get the pin. I want the Usos to do twin magic. They can't because they're not. They look exactly the identical. same. They're what did uh, uh, Morrow always gets fraternal? Shit. Yeah, he always gets shit for it, and he's like, "No, I know what I'm talking about." They're fraternal, um, but you still can't tell them apart. Well, dude, one of them. The Ascension sh- could do twin magic, one. and nobody would know the difference. Okay, no, that is false. <laughs> Speaking of the Ascension, we had a odd <laughs> backstage segment with the Hype Bros and the Mojo. Ascension, where Mojo says, "How long have you been standing there? I was just changing." <laughs> Bro. He's so adorably stupid. Oh, it was great. I enjoyed it. I just want to eat pizza with Mojo Raleigh. I really do. I do too. He's so pizza funny. party with Mojo. <laughs> AJ Styles comes out and he says, "Hey, I'm pretty great. I beat these two guys at once." And he says, "Listen to my fucking awkward mic skills." Here's my opponent, and Dean Ambrose comes out. Dean Ambrose was in San Jose. John Pingle, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't. Well, you can now because he's gone. <laughs> he's no God longer God bless here. the fact that that commercial break was, I say, during that match. I use that in air quotes because I was not going to miss some quality Dean comedy time. So not at all. Dean comes out and he goes, yeah, I'm going to fight you. And he goes, no, you're not my opponent. This is my opponent. And <laughs> out comes James Ellsworth. Everyone knew it. Um, <laughs> the star of San Jose. And my favorite part is Ambrose is like, all right, I want to see this. <laughs> he doesn't even want, like, he's not mad. He's like, okay, I, I need to see this match. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go sit down over here. And Daniel Bryan comes out and makes Ambrose the referee, uh, which means that if AJ touches him. I knew him, that was coming. AJ touches him, he could get suspended and or fined. And David Otunga, for some reason, has no memory whatsoever of anyone on the roster's career before the brand split because he kept insisting repeatedly that it was Ambrose's first time as a referee. And I went, dude, it's like his second or third time. So, Idiot. We had AJ Styles <laughs> versus James Ellsworth. And let me tell you, this match was comedic gold. Well, JBL and David Otunga were losing their fucking minds the entire time. Both ways. That one of them was like, this is ridiculous, and the other one was like, he's only he's never refereed before. Why is it ridiculous? And it was just an insane tornado of banter. Like, but it wasn't it. even clever banter. Like JBL had JBL had nothing to work with because David Otunga is like a single cell like yeah. So um, <sighs> Dean is ta- taking a phone call at one point. He's um, pulling he's a bunch of stuff out of his pockets. Trying to, <laughs> a trying flask, to sign. Yeah, he has a cigarettes, flask. Cigarettes. I think a watch. The first thing he took out of his pocket was a pack of cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> like, and it just kept going and Lord knows what else. AJ just throws it all on the ground. <laughs> we had a Danny Davis reference. The only nightmare is you, Mara, which is another Danny Davis reference. Danny Davis was an old wrestler slash referee, like back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was very funny. That there was um, a reference on that. Dean was... What else was he doing? He was flirting with some girl. He was uh, signing stuff. He was eating popcorn, taking He drinks. loves eating popcorn. 
That's like his thing. Popcorn is a delicious snack. And well, we should all he enjoy just it. loves doing that during matches and being an asshole. Um, my favorite part is I think at one point I didn't catch what Ambrose says to AJ, but he, I think he says like he's just a kid. And, and AJ says he's not a child. He's a grown man. <laughs> and I was just crying this entire match, except for one part. Where we witnessed AJ Styles save a man's life. And almost commit involuntary manslaughter. Save a man's life. It could have been. Imagine um, the Stylish Clash legit an involuntary manslaughter. AJ <laughs> gets Ellsworth up for the Styles Clash and you do what you're not supposed to do with the Styles Clash and tuck your head. Which some people will remember causes very bad neck injuries. So he tucks his head, but AJ... He can't help it. He doesn't have a chin. True. I don't know what AJ did, but it, it looked like he could tell, and he put his knees down and didn't like lay out because he would have And everyone knew killed. it. Oh, my God. Everyone knew it because everyone went, oh, that looks stupid, but it looks stupid because you could tell he did it wrong. And yeah. apparently there's fan cam footage from a bunch of different angles where you could tell that he noticed. Yeah. Like, which is, what a professional. Don't tuck your head. Don't but do it. AJ saved him. I would not be surprised if we don't see the Styles Clash for a little while after that. Thanks, Ellsworth. Um, Ambrose with the dirty deeds. Styles kicks out, and then he dirty deeds him again. And James Ellsworth has pinned AJ Styles. Fucking done. No, this is where I was okay with not being there because I really wanted to be at SmackDown. Obviously, while I do love. A good Dean Ambrose appearance. Where's Brazongo? Oh, they wrestled a dark match. I know. I was so pissed off. But you still would have seen them if you were there. I know. Oh, well. I found out afterwards. I'm like, this is where I'm okay with not being there. And then I find out later and I'm just like, well, fucking. Ugh. This sucks. Main event was Randy Orton and Kane versus Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. Uh, Match was all right. But uh, where did Kane go at the end? Dude. We magic. Used some magic, and he's gone. Now. Randy Orton in a basement again, asking Kane to go on a ride with him, even though they announced that it was going to be a tag match last week. Kane, you have problems, Randy. Go away, Dad Kane. <laughs> go away. I kind of had almost wished that the end of this match was Kane turning on Randy Orton and joining the Wyatt family, thus making my article I wrote about Kane come true. Didn't they have a they, they had like a dead end though well, most Bray Wyatt things turn up to be dead end terribleness. But yes. That was the um, really messy sister Abigail. Was it just yes, me? It was, it was no, messy it as was fuck. Very messy. Luke Harper talked. Yes, he did he for talked. more than a sentence, didn't get a what once. Yeah. Bray takes the mic immediately what? What does that tell you? Luke Harper. He back yo. He back he the best. So that was SmackDown. Um and now I told you, you did not watch NXT. We talked about this and I said, you didn't miss much. And then I forgot that you actually did miss something that was important. And I had a question, but that's fine. Um, On air guilt tripping me. No, that's my bad. I'm not guilt tripping you. I mm-hmm. told you it wasn't a bad. I told you you didn't have to. This is true. And then I looked at my notes and went, oh, well, maybe she should have. Tell me a story, John Pingle. So we had Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger. Tagging up against the debuting Sanity. And oh, that's what I missed. Yeah. My, my question was, first thoughts on Sanity. <laughs> uh, Sanity ends up winning after Bobby Roode leaves Ty Dillinger high and dry. Sanity is Alexander Wolf, 
and Sawyer Fulton, and they were joined at ringside by John Pingle favorite Nikki Cross, who is apparently an insane person who just beats up people now, which that's great. And they are led by one Eric Young, who is indeed insane. <laughs> uh, I like it. Their music was a little weird, but besides that... Whenever John says fix the music, they do. Um, it was interesting. They're doing stuff with like spotlights, um, and it has a lot of double bass in it, which I enjoyed. Oh. So we'll see. We'll see what's going on there. Um, we had... This is actually... We're going to breeze through this. We had Billy Kay with... Peyton Royce versus Liv Morgan, which... Was her okay, outfit better or was it the same shit outfit? No, it was the same. Oh. TM61 taking on Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss. TM61 wins and advances in the Dusty Road Classic. That sounds like a like a, a supplement or a vitamin. TM61? A vitamin. A vitamin? Yeah. Vita Vita Vitamin. Anyway... I'm not even going to continue that. The joke. main event was a... Clash of former tag team partners, Wesley Blake versus Buddy Murphy. And that didn't last very long because here comes Samoa Joe beating up some people and saying, Regal. I wasn't going to do it like him because it's so loud. You should have done it like Bueller. And out comes Shinsuke. And we brawl for 200 minutes exactly. (laughs) And that's how NXT ends. Now, let us get to... Um, I'm gonna give you some. Uh, gonna give you some NXT spoilers. Okay. Well, one of them I know. One of them was, and we had talked about it when we previewed the Dusty Road Tag Classic. Austin Aries' tag team partner was indeed Roderick Strong, who debuted tonight and got the um, team douchebaggery. Team Generation Me, and I believe I might wear my Generation Me shirt tomorrow in celebration. So they advance in the Dusty Road Tag Team Classic. Whoops, that was a giveaway, but their opponents were jobbers, so who cares? And actually, they weren't jobbers. When you find out who they are, you're going to be real mad at me because oh, I called them 3. jobbers. Oh, it's 3.0? No. <laughs> that would be real mad at you. No, I think it was Gulak and somebody else. Oh, <laughs> Anyway. If it was 3.0, I would be upset. <laughs> so... Yeah. There goes Mizdow. Mizdow fell over. Oh, well. Anyway, so more news out of NXT. Hideo Tommy is hurt again. It's not his shoulder this time. This is like a not really good news, not really bad news. It's not his shoulder. It's his neck. He got dropped. Which is the, attached to your shoulder, kind of. Yeah, but I mean, I'm be a little more worried about the neck. He should be only out until December. Which That's is only, not too bad. It's not too bad, but we hope him a speedy recovery because he was supposed to team with Kota Ibushi, and that was going to be awesome. But they announced that replacing him was TJP. So oh. the tag team is TJP oh, oh, and oh. Kota Ibushi, which is um, that's a fun little makeshift tag team. Really fun. Yes. So um, the only other article of news I have is Billy For NXT. No. <laughs> Do you have NXT news? I I'm... oh no, Mickey James is going to fight Oscar. Yes, that's the other news. Mm-hmm. That's going to be at the NXT Takeover in Toronto. That's nuts. So they just announced that tonight, and I don't know if any other crazy stuff happened at the tapings. I don't think so. But the the Roderick Strong one's pretty crazy. He got the gimmick photo with Trips with the handshake, so he's in it. He's in it now, boy. 
Should be. I'm. I am excited. They got a bolster Douche that bagging it up. Uh, so wait, are we just going over regular news or just like? What would you like to do? Um, well, what's going on with Paige right now? Oh, Paige got suspended again for sixty days. Well, I knew that. I know that her family was like blah 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 prescription drugs and then wwe was like no it wasn't and well, yeah uh, uh yeah apparently she said it's to the point where i i used to like really like Paige, and now i just don't remember care. that she's like super young and immature and stupid i just don't understand what's happening i don't even i don't well, even care it? about her relationship with uh adr i don't care about what that. was it that that was uh she supposedly tweeted though Okay, I didn't see that tweet. I went to Twitter immediately after that tweet. Well, I what think did it, it might have been fake. Okay. I'm not entirely certain. I'm not sure. For those of you who don't know, it was like, what it did it like, say? like, fuck you, old man, and your fucking company. I some, quit or something. Something weird like I don't that. Know. I don't think it was real. Um. Also, WWE apparently backing out of the TNA deal. Yes. Yeah, so the TNA thing, it blew up again today where... Billy Corgan suing them now. Thanks, Dixie Carter. And somebody else is suing them. Another production company they worked with. They're not going to survive this. If and I guess Billy Corgan has like a restraining order against them. I have no what idea. What the fuck? So it almost sounds like they weren't telling him something. So now he mad. So we'll see. I'm sure this will unfold and we'll have more mm-hmm. on it. I just didn't. I was like, this or, is too draining. It's a work. Uh, <laughs> imagine. Also, where was Kurt Hawkins? Dark match? Yes, you know what? I thought about that today. I was so mad. Kurt Hawkins was supposed to debut on where SmackDown. Where in the world was Kurt Hawkins? Where was he? I don't know. So I, I don't know what's going on with that. I needed me some some valuable Brian Myers time. I mean, Kurt Hawkins time. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. That I just realized today i was like where the fuck was it he? makes me sad because everybody was like that at the end of smackdown like wait wasn't kurt hawkins supposed to be yeah, there and like, i went i feel ripped off so <laughs> don't know what's going on with that billy corgan suing tna and all is just Bret Hart apparently apologized for being a dick on so many different levels yeah because of the um just a bunch of things apparently so His... we'll see do you got any other news um I don't... Okay. Questions from Facebook. Oh, and my this God. this question... Is going to ruin friendships. It's from Crystal. With and this... it says... Oh, my God. In all caps. Hint. She mad. <laughs> why is Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix not in your top 20 after seeing them at BOLA? Question mark, exclamation point. So I messaged her and she said, I'm just fucking with you. And I said, I kind of figured, but I figured I'd explain it anyway. So the way I I posted in our Facebook group, my top 20 as of last week. And (laughs) Mike, who's probably listening to this, I retweeted that Roddy uh, made his debut and he put, okay, but what about the boots? Wait, which Mike? Mike, who I co-host. Um, this is where it gets complicated oh with God, a Doctor Who podcast. Okay, but what about the boots? That's fucking brilliant. Okay, but what about the boots? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. They're still shitty and little. So <laughs> that better be a chant. Somebody better They'll start that, it. please. It's so. They'll do it. So it's not Roddy without the shitty little boots. So the reason Pentagon Junior and Phoenix are not in my top twenty is very simple 
the way I rate matches, this is the first year I've ever rated matches. It's not something I ever really thought to do, but I've started following more people who do it on a regular basis. And I figure I'm watching a lot of it anyway. Why don't I just do it? Mm -hmm. It's just a thing to be like, look at how much time I've wasted. Uh, (laughs) I think I read that question, then I knew exactly what your answer was going to be. So let's see if I'm right. So the reason they're not in my top, 20 is because firstly i'm a little behind on lucha underground a little being a lot i didn't watch a decent amount of i got real bored with season two but season i've been watching season three and it's very it's very good so far the way i rate matches is i only rate stuff that was literally recorded and aired in this year so most of lucha underground stuff was recorded or taped a year ago so it technically didn't happen but i know like but you can't see it until now Mm -hmm. i understand that but i just throw it out the window then Mm -hmm. so i think the last six were recorded this year Mm -hmm. so i need to go back and watch them and i can almost guarantee that pentagon and phoenix will move up i need to watch some of their aw stuff too and i feel like i have some triple a stuff that i haven't watched yeah that they're in you go off of how much matches you've seen of that person yes i have yeah <laughs> i have um the star rating which turns into a number rating which adds up so that's why they're in the top 20 if you really want to know the whole thing i can that sounds like a weird outline it is i i borrowed it from someone who also apparently borrowed it from someone so there you go that's how I do it, and that's why they're not in the top 20 yet. I feel like the next question is kind of complicated. I will tell you right now, Phoenix is at least 15 spots ahead of Pentagon Jr. Hmm. That means John has a backlist. I have a. I have a hundred and... I'll, I'll pull up my list. Do you want me... Let's, do you just want to hear my list right now? Um. No. I know you're 20. I have... I have my top... Let's see Are here. any of my boys on your list? I don't know. Where do I begin? I have 149 people on this list. Are ranked. they just indie wrestlers that you've listed that you know of? I feel like that's what it's going to turn into. No, it's all with my numbering system. It was a joke. Um. <laughs> Do you want me to go over over it right now? I'll go in order. Okay. Number one, Will Ospreay. Number two, Zack Sabre Jr. Number three, Marty Skrull, whose shirt I am wearing currently, and we did not take a podcasting picture. I know. Number four, Chris Hero. Number five, Tommy End, AJ Styles, Tetsuya Naito, Sammy Callahan, Sami Zayn, Johnny Gargano. Number 11, Kevin Owens. Number 12, Matthew Riddle. Number 13, Tomohiro Ishii. Number 14, surprisingly, Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number 15, Tomaso Ciampa. Why is Roman on there? I can't remember if you had that justified. I it's all based on the numbers. Okay. Number sixteen, Mark Haskins. Number seventeen, Jonathan Gresham. Eighteen, Trevor Lee. Nineteen, Cedric Alexander. Have you said podcast favorite yet? Twenty, Chris Jericho. No, I haven't. Okay. Twenty-one, Cesaro. Twenty-two, TJP. Cesaro's not in your top twenty. Rick, he was hurt for half the year. Oh, this is true. This is true. Okay. Twenty-three, Ricochet. Twenty-four and twenty-five, Matt and Nick Jackson. Twenty-six. Kota Ibushi, 27, Hiroshi Tanahashi, 28, Kenny Omega, 29, Shinsuke Nakamura, number 30, Speedball Mike Bailey, and number 31 is Phoenix. 
And number 45 is Pentagon Jr. Where is podcast favorite? I, you need to tell me who. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn is. Where are you, Pete Dunn? Pete Dunn better fucking be on there. No, he's on there. Oh, I know thank he's on there. Pete Dunn is high. Uh, he's and he has to be in the fifties, right? Pete Dunn is forty. Okay. Any other of my boys on that list? Just name somebody, and I'll find them. Chuck, I should just look at you. Chuck Taylor is not on this list. Well, derp! I wasn't expecting. Actually, is Donst on I, that list? I have not watched. I watched one Tim Donst match all year. Oh my god! He had a crazy CZW match last weekend. I haven't watched it yet. He looks insane. His arm is like fucked up. That's what happens when you wrestle for CCW, happens, though. Yeah. Well, my my boys are just like Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is number thirty-two. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, because my it's Chuck Taylor, Mark Andrews, Tim Donst, um, Pete Dunn, Tommy, and I don't know Dean Ambrose, Cesaro. Hey, everyone should go to YouTube and type in just type in Anthony Henry two thousand sixteen. And watch some Anthony Henry matches. That guy's fucking great. I saw something with him mentioned in it the other day, you and I can't why? remember what it was. It was probably your SCI DVD you haven't watched yet. I hate you so Please much. Please right watch now, John that Dingle. DVD. It's so good. Okay. And tomorrow. he's on there, and he's great. <laughs> Wendell asks. Sorry, everyone. We just wasted like twenty minutes of your time. I apologize. <laughs> if you want my full list, I will. For nothing, because Chuck Taylor's not on there. No, he isn't. I want to watch that match. Because he's a comedy wrestler. No, that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing. Is Trent on that list? Trent is on the list. What? Trent is on the list because I watch a lot of New Japan. Trent is. I'm offended for him. Number (laughs) ninety-two. He is sandwiched between Becky Lynch and Ray Rowe. There you go. (laughs) Trent. He's in there, though. Is Jervis on there? Jervis is not on there because I... Is Kevin Condren on there? Kevin Condren is not on there either. Has he even wrestled as Kevin Condren this year? I feel like he's done commentary as Kevin Condren. He has for um, um, Hollywood Stuff Wrestling things. from California. Stuff and things. And I'm sure he's doing a great job because he's Stuff a great things. talker. If you guys don't know who Kevin Condren is, look that shit up. You will not be disappointed. He's also nice to look at. Wendell <laughs> asks... What and God damn it, Wendell, because this question's complicated. I worked myself new shoot over this question and then got nervous and didn't answer one of them. Uh, what are your teams for Raw versus SmackDown live for the men, women and tag teams? Uh, he also said, I hope Raw says, well, since cruiserweights are only on Raw, we're going to have our own five on five cruiserweight match. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Wendell, that is a great fucking idea. You have Team TJP versus Team... Other acronym. The Brian Kendrick. Fucking do it. And then bring Mean Gene Orkelin back to do backstage interviews with everyone on the teams just yelling at each other. And John and will Todd just sit Pettengill there. And Todd too. Bring them both back. And Jock Hendrick. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so the Raw Smackdowns... Whip- now, see, the thing was, I was like... What's I- the setup? Well, because they said your five best against our five best. So you almost have to feel that that would include the champions from each brand, which with the men's, I went, well, are they going to do that? I feel like Survivor Series is going to be a four hour long show. Surviving a four hour long show. Good one. one. (laughs) So here's my Raw versus SmackDown. So for Raw, we have Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Nia Jax, Bailey, and... 
a re-debuting, which we haven't spoken about at all, Emelina. This is true. It is Emelina, right? Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. But I love Emma, so I don't care. That's great. And they will take on Becky Lynch, Carmella, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Bella. I was like, Naomi better fucking be on there. Of course she's on there. Okay. You think I put Natalia on this team? You're out of your mind. <laughs> the tag teams. Oh, poor Natalia. The New Day, The Club, The Golden Truth, The Shining Stars, and Enzo and Cass. <laughs> the Enzo and Cass the is everything Enzo and Cass taking on... Slater and Rhino, American Alpha, the Usos, the Vaude Villains, and the Hype Bros. I think that's fun. I enjoy that. Now, the Raw Men versus the SmackDown Men, I just wrote, I have no idea. Cesaro better be on there. I, I that's wrote, my only thing. I wrote, I have no idea. But here's the thing. If, they, if Sheamus and Cesaro are a tag team, are they in the tag team match? Oh, that's a good one. So they, pop, they would probably easily, be in there. They could easily replace Golden Truth or the Shining Stars. Oh, they, hopefully. So I don't know. I feel like the Raw SmackDown thing, uh, Braun Strowman's going to be on the Raw team for sure. I would almost assume if we're putting in champions, it'll be Jericho, Owens, Roman, and Rusev. Something like that. Yeah. And then the SmackDown team would be AJ. What about Seth? See, what do you do with Seth? Like, I don't know. There's too, There's almost too many people on Raw that could be in that match. I feel like since Seth is in a beef with Stephanie, do you think they wouldn't put him on there? Actually, that would be a good storyline, too. Like, oh, he's not... Well, you know what? If they're going to make Survivor Series as big as they say, I'm sure they'll do something else with him. Okay. Uh, and then, like, SmackDown, you'd probably have AJ, I'd say Bray and Luke... I, Banter Corbin's going to make his way in there somehow because you need a bigger guy to fight Braun. And then you have the Braun used to be with Bray kind of thing so you can play off that. I don't know. I not, Or I could be wrong and the fucking big show will be in it. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I tried really hard and then I went back and I said, Wendell, I need rules. Are, are the champions going to be on here? I need rules. I needed rules. I hate it when I'm like when somebody will say... I know exactly what you're talking about when people will like ask me to do something and I'm like, I can't do it unless you give me more restrictions. Yeah. That's how I was in school. They'll be like, oh, just do this. And I'm like, I need more restrictions. Otherwise, I'm going to get confused and overwhelmed with what I'm supposed to do. Exactly. And then I overthink things because there's too many factors that need to be put into it. And you guys, we need rules. We need rules. Yo. Mel asks, in light of the recent Hideo Itami injury news should the established vets in nxt be held to a minimal interaction with the greenhorns or held to a and um thank you for using baseball terminology i appreciate that or be held to a proverbial pitch count so as to not rack up too many miles before hitting the main roster depends Um, on what you mean by greenhorns well he's referring to riddick moss who was the one that injured Hideo Itami. Okay. Because it really does oh. depend on what you mean by greenhorns. Yeah, this is this is an interesting question because, I mean, they, they want NXT to be a touring brand. I feel like NXT is run well enough for them to be like, this guy's comfortable. Accidents happen. Let's go with that first. They're going to happen no matter what. It doesn't matter. I mean, just look at 
and we talked about Bret Hart earlier. Just look yeah. at the Seth Rollins injuries that may or may not be his fault. It doesn't matter. But he's been in matches where people have been seriously hurt three mm-hmm. times. So, and he is, he's been wrestling for at least 10 years. I was going to say, when you mean by greenhorns, is that there's some people that are coming in that are new to NXT that have been wrestling for twice as long as some of the more established people, if I, that makes sense. I think he is just saying, like, when they bring in, like, the people that don't do people it, people that don't, didn't do it for yes, a living, that didn't do it for a living yeah. in general. Yeah. I was going to say, if so, then the Greenhorns with twice as much experience should be doing the same thing. I feel like if they, I feel like NXT would not put people out on the road that they don't feel are ready. I don't think they would do that. Um, So that being said, Ava Marie is still around. Well, she's still, she made it where she did. Yeah. For being so fucking shitty. Meh. Wait, did you put, sorry, going back to the, the five on five choice, did you put Nia Jax on the women's one? I did. Okay. Of course. She's my sole survivor. Of course. She's going to win that entire match. So, minimal interaction. No, I don't think so. Because, like, you have the vets and the vets can teach these guys stuff. So they don't hurt people. But it's it's weird. It's a weird thing. Let's just go with that. Yeah, because some people don't take direction well. No, they do not. But accidents, they does happen. And then you get people who who will not listen because they are, are just shitty humans. Baron Corbin. I feel like if somebody tried to give him advice, he wouldn't listen. I think you shouldn't work yourself into a shoot. I dislike him. This is what I think. Uh, Craig asks, uh, and this question is from last week because Craig is in Australia and bless your little heart. There's a time difference sometimes. John by, says while bobbling his and head. And by sometimes I mean always. <laughs> Hi Craig. Uh do you think the cruiserweight division is going to end up being a glass ceiling for those wrestlers or will the Ooh. WWE allow them to make runs for other belts? No, I think we're going to after a while we're going to try some new stuff here and we're eventually going to get someone like Ray, not Ray Mysterio, but that would be the next Ray Mysterio who breaks out and moves up and will, you know, fight for the world title or maybe they'll go into the tag team division. I could see, I don't think it's going to be the glass ceiling. I think this is just to get a look at some new guys to see what they can do. And then if somebody's, if somebody's crazy over, then they'll move them out. They won't let. They won't hold Moving them down to that. Up. He also had another question. Uh, with everyone working themselves into a shoot over that WWE survey, uh, what do you think the chances are that relationships with companies like Evolve will lead to the network hosting independent content? Oh boy, did you see this? No. So there was somebody. They do these surveys every once in a while, and someone was like, "Um, look at this survey I got," and it was like new price points. Oh wait, I did see that. Okay, I so did. there was. I think there was a free one. There was a four ninety nine one. There was the nine ninety nine, and then fourteen ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine. Which the fourteen ninety nine one also included. It said. Independent promotions like... And then ROH was on there. Fucking weird. And TNA, I think it said, right? Yeah. Wait, yeah, I know ROH was on there because I remember looking at it and going, what the fuck? So I was like, first of all, yes. Second of all, huh? So (laughs) I think the chances are 
extremely high that we will see most of the Evolve stuff on the network. I would not be surprised if that happens sooner than later. When you say most of the Evolve stuff, you mean... Like the back catalog. Okay. Um, You guys will get to see Chuck Taylor on the network. Yes. (gasps) We're all so lucky. We're blessed. I don't know what else, what other companies... I know they've worked with Progress a little bit, but I don't think Progress is... We would see Progress stuff on the network. But Evolve for sure... And I can't remember what other independent companies they're kind of working with, but I did think the ROH and that made me look at it and go, "That's really weird." Comments were it was very strange. So we'll see. But I mean, out of all of them, I'd say Evolve would probably be the most likely to make its way onto the network. And God hoping that they just kind of absorb Evolve and not take over, still let Gabe run it. But they desperately need a better streaming service. It is a garbage, especially the live streaming. So we'll see what happens. My there. daydreaming of just seeing like Orange Cassidy, like Fire Ant. Not going to continue that sentence on the network. There you go. Yeah, it could happen sooner than later. Because I love me some Fire Ant. So that's it, right? Yeah. No Twitter questions. No, we had none. None Twitter questions. Those were all from Facebook. I don't know why I put Twitter. I think because I usually talk to Craig on Twitter, but he asked me on Facebook, so. Oh, weirdness. And Holland didn't ask a question again, leading us to wonder, are you okay? Holland, what's going on, man? Yeah, bro. You are our good question guy. No. Not 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 giving any less credit to everyone else. No, everybody else is great. I just love... Holland Holland just loves to Yeah. I'm just, you... I think I'm running out of steam, guys. I don't know if you guys know this, but um I started doing we have another show on the network called Bampow TV where we review all the comic book shows that are on television and that just started up and I've been up till like two, three in the morning the past Jesus couple of nights Christ. taking notes and watching these shows. So I'm like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, it's eight o'clock. Fuck. Damn it. So next week, I guess we'll I'll have to ask people that went to the APW show. That's tomorrow. Yeah, there's broken an a- Matt Hardy APW show tomorrow. I w- wish I could go, but I'm I, working and I got to I got to save some money for Disneyland next week. So Disneyland. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. So uh, you can <laughs> like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Team Hate. And you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moonsault. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Re- rate and review us as well. Also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Huge shout out to Finally North. They do our music that you hear at the beginning and end of each show soundcloud.com slash finally north or finally north.com head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and be cool like vince and buy one of our tornado tag radio shirts i'm sure more of you have bought shirts but he is the latest one to mention it to me so he gets the shout out and also getting a shout out is chris brazilian fury on the twitters you scared me because i know a chris who's brazilian Sorry. <laughs> um, we actually met met him at Bola. That's how I met. You, you had interactions with him. I had Probably. maybe more interactions with him. We met a lot of people that weekend. weekend. was a blur, to be honest. He is our newest Patreon. What? Um, and we thank you very much. That is super cool. 
Thank you for supporting us. And you can also support us by going over to patreon.com slash NOTLG. Give us a dollar. Give us $2. Give us $5 a month. We will shout you out. Um, we can't really... That's really the only thing we can do right now. I'm still trying to figure out stuff down here. We were going to try and do video content. Edible fruit arrangements? No. <laughs> so we don't know. <laughs> But we do appreciate everyone that is giving us um, money that they work hard for. It, um, yeah, it helps us. So it, that it helps us put money towards our altar that we're building for Ms. Down. Yes, it helps <laughs> us for the altar. <laughs> so that is it for episode ninety-eight. Join us again next week, Marianne. There's only one thing left to do. So if you ring the bell.